Good day and welcome to the Automotive Society podcast. My name is Siraj and today I'm joined by Alex. Hey, that, that was really quick. <laughs> that really caught me off guard. I was like, yep, hi. Hello. 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 Yeah, back. Welcome back to the podcast. Hopefully, welcome back. Um, hopefully, you've heard the other episodes. If you haven't, go back and check them out. Um, yeah, yeah, this is where we chat shit, literally. Yeah, yeah. Talk about cars, usually. Yeah. Stay on track. Um, never. And, and there's uh, always one of us that's wrong, right? Um, yeah, so, yeah, go back and have a listen. Yeah, okay. Anyway, um, today it's the Christmas special that's got everything to do with Christmas and nothing to do with Jesus Christ, really. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, do do an intro for our for our topic for the Christmas special. For our topic, okay. So, all right, picture this. Excuse me, I just burped. So, if you heard that, that's that's part of the podcast now. Oh my god! Yeah, sorry. That, that was a sprite. It was a bit zesty. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> moving on. Picture this: the Christmas holidays are just about to start, which they are. Yesterday, anyway, and you want to go on an adventure. Right, right, Alex. This did spark a dis- like a, a he- what did I say heated. It hit a heated discussion. Yeah, right. I mean it always does. We always have heated discussions. But um, what? Well, excuse you. But what we did come up with was three cars that I don't know what his cars are, and he doesn't know what my cars are. Three cars that have a sense of adventure, something that you would like to buy and take on an adventure, right? Or something, maybe. I don't know. I kind of went from this perspective. I don't know if Alex did, but something that the car makes you want to go on an adventure. Yeah. Right? Like, even if you don't want to go initially, but you buy this car and then you drive it around and then it just it just beckons to be taken out onto the road and have some fun with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just to get you out. You know, it, it's... I think the idea for it originally, at least from my perspective, maybe it's a good, slightly different, but my approach is... It's a car to really get you out and just get driving. Yeah, forget about, that's it. Forget about the, the the destination of getting to your next destination and all the rest of it. It's really just to get out yeah. to roads you've never explored before and just get on the road driving. Just get on the road. Yeah. And um, I didn't tell Alex anything else other than come up with three cars that have a sense of adventure. And um, I don't know what his cars are, but I know that they're going to be European. One of them isn't. Well, one of them's fifty percent. A half breed car. It's a half breed. Yeah, a but anyway, half breed? continue. Anyway, I obviously went with more Japanese route, except for one car, which is not. But I think that's the interesting part. So I don't have to really normally explain any rules to Alex. It's normally he goes with European anyway, and I go with <laughs> Japanese because that's what I like, and he likes ship boxes. So. Let's get on to it. Maybe, do you want to go with your first car? I'll, I'll, I'll go with my first car. Okay. And to be fair, I don't think it's only my dream. I think it's a shared dream. A this, shared this particular dream. one. Yeah. My, um, okay, mind you, we don't have a budget. So that's that's one thing to keep in mind. We don't have a budget. Yeah, maybe, was, maybe... I think we kept it semi-affordable though. Maybe if we said something that was extremely expensive, maybe we can give them a little bit cheaper option. Yeah. Maybe. But... um. Mind you, yeah, I didn't pick anything that was crazy expensive yeah, anyway, no, so it's fine. Mine's pretty tame, but one of, ever since I was a kid, right, 9-11s have always been that weird thing in the background, right? There's, there's cool ones, there's weird ones, and but they did come out this year with, you know, the 9-11 Dakar, which is the four-wheel yes. drive lifted. Now, I would love to go have one of them with some, like a roof tent on it and no rear seats just for luggage and storage, spotties on the front, like spotlights. And just go exploring. That car for me is just, it is a car that you can take, not off-roading, but dirt unsealed roads in the Australian outback, mountain yeah. roads. I'm not going to say you're going to set any lap records in that thing, but it will literally go 70, 80% of well, every road. In now that we're talking about the Dakar 911, what are your thoughts on it? It's so cool. It's so cool. It's so cool. I, I think, like, honestly, if I had the cash, I'd buy one. I think it's a marketing gimmick. No. I think- Disagree. I'm pretty sure that they pretty pretty much say that it's good for mild sand and dirt roads. But what's wrong with that? That's what Dakar is. Mild sand and dirt roads. There's no off-roading in Dakar. Oh, da- Dakar is quite sandy. It's, it is sand dunes. Yeah. Unsealed roads. So like dirt roads. I don't know if this could... Right? That's it. That's all okay. Dakar is. There is no rock crawl in Dakar. No, I'm not saying rock crawl. I'm not saying extreme four-wheel driving, but I'm still... It's sort of a gimmick, right? 
Nah. If you wanted to take your Aston Martin Vanquish on the dirt road, you still can. It's not going to... It's not like it's going to bog every second. No, but when someone designs a car to make it specifically for sand or whatever it is, it's not because it's not going to bog. Everything is going to bog. It doesn't make any difference. It's more just about protection plating, how soft your suspension is, how big the lift is, what type of tires you're running. Like, it's not necessarily... I'm not saying it's a full-blown Dakar car, but yeah, they've taken that's it what into I mean. account. So it's like a gimmick, right? Because you're paying, what, 150, 200 grand more. Uh, it's worth every penny. Every single penny. You no think way. about... Also, talk, there's such a limited run that they're yeah, sold Yeah, you're never going to get one. If so, you want one, you're going to have to retro make It's one. more going to be, yeah. I collect it and put it in my garage, or, not I drive it. Just to add to this, I'm not necessarily saying a Dakar. I'm also saying I would buy a 911 do it myself and put a lift kit. And Would stuff you? Like that. Yeah, 100%. I think it's so okay. cool. Okay. 911. So right? that's your first car with a sensor. Is one of those cars. It's a 911. Yeah. It's one but of those cars. But you can't cars do it with a normal 911 because normal no. 911 is rear wheel drive. Yeah, no, you have to have a 4S. And the Dakar one, yeah. yeah. But the thing is, for the 911 for me, the reason it stands out, it's a car that's done racing, it's done rallying, it's done hill climbs. Like every bit of motorsport or anything in history, generally speaking, they've put that car into. That's true. And I'm not saying it's won everything, but it's done quite well. Yeah. It is such a versatile body, and that's one that I would definitely run with, 100%. Okay. Okay. Think about it. Roof tent, solar panels, like a luggage rack on the back. You can take it when you go to the snow, like snowboarding. Yes, you might, you're probably going to get bogged anyways, but everything gets bogged in the snow. It's perfect. I mean, you can put chains on. That's another problem. The problem would be practical space. Like I mean, practical. How much do you bring with you? So you put your snowboard at the top, let's say. Yeah, on racks, yeah. Your boots are probably not going to fit as well. The boots? Yeah. I'll go in the boot. Boot, boot. Yeah, in the in, in the front. Front. In the front. Which is tidy anyway. Yeah. And then you have no luggage. No, then your and bags go in the back. And it's a two-seater. In the back seats. That's why I'm saying there's no back seats. Just friggin' empty. Just store all your bags in the back. That's plenty. You bring one or two. I've gone away on what holidays. back seats? What are you talking about? I'm just saying, take the back seats out. Just put a complete... What, what, what am I looking well, for? Well, like here? if you're buying a normal 911, they're two-seater. No, they're four. A 4S will be a four-seater. Oh, okay. So then you pull all the back out, all the seats and everything. Oh, okay. Just have an empty space. That's all you need. Okay. Okay. I've never Perfect. given it I've never given it that much thought. I've never looked at oh, it. I've, I've given it way too much thought. This is like a <laughs> dream of mine, honestly. I haven't looked at the old 911s that much. But, um, okay. Okay. So that's your first car. It's funny because you had no arguments to that. I have no like arguments it. to that. That is, uh, I love 911s. I love Porsches. I think that's a good... It's a great go. It's a good pick. Um, yeah, damn, I'm stumped that you actually chose something that was... It, it it just felt natural. I mean, it's a crap choice, right? It's a very Alex choice. It's crap. Like, it's when you genius. Think about, when you think about practicality and I want to go on a nice, like, anything... Practicality, what are you going on holidays with? Six bags or one bag? Every time I go away with you anywhere, you take one bag and yeah, you put know, everything but, in it. But it's like a... I know, but it's not more? like a sense of adventure. Like a 911 is a German meticulous refined machine that's not going take me on off-roading adventures. But if you're covering miles, why do you want an unrefined machine that is just crap to drive and it's going to be so annoying? It's the characteristics of a car. 911s don't have characteristics. Nah, they're boring. Disagree. They're boring. I think they if you lifted great something, cars, but if they're you lifted boring. something, it would have so much character in it. Because you're saying this about a normal 911, right? You're now taking a normal 911, which I'm not saying is completely boring, but it's know. not utterly even, exciting. Even if I was to lift a normal 911, it'd be it, would, awesome. it wouldn't be like a little bit more exciting. Oh, it'd be awesome. You know, with like dual Fox suspension, knobby tires, front, like a front I mean, bar around Any it. car would be like that. Like I can do that to an MX-5. That's sick. Yeah, we'll do it. That'd be awesome. But it's it's not it's not a great adventure car. It doesn't no, make No, because it's two-wheel drive. It doesn't, it's, that's the restriction, right? If someone's doing it to a two-wheel drive, how far do you actually So not get? only do you have to have the money to spend on a 4S, you have to have the money to then modify the 4S. You know what's funny? You're saying this now, and I bet you one of your cars is really expensive. My cars? One of the cars you've chosen. Am I wrong? No, I think the 4S and then modifications on top is definitely more expensive than any of my cars. A second-hand 4S? I'm not talking new. Okay, how much are they? They're still 180. 100, 120? No way. 100%. A 4S is not 120. Yeah, yeah. Bro, the Boxster is like 120. No, that's like freaking close to new 120. 
So you want an, like a shit Of course, shit car. like you're not going to do And you want to go take it off-roading? Heck yeah. What happens when it breaks down? What are you going to do? You're not going to find Porsche parts in the middle of Outback Australia. Nah, you'll find them somewhere. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no one's... It's no German, one's, man. Yeah, not Australian. It's easy. No one's Nothing stocking... Nothing to concern yourself. No one's stocking... You're overthinking it Porsche too much. Porsche water pumps. You're overthinking it. At your local servo. It's definitely servo. not water pumps. They're probably timings. At There's your local servo. In Outback nah, rural Australia. Brilliant. You're crazy, It'd dude. It'd be so good. That's that's a dumb it. choice. You want to go around Australia in an RX-8? Don't tell me a dumb choice. No, that was a dumb choice. The whole point of that RX-8 idea was because it's a dumb choice. And 911's heaps better choice. <laughs> I don't think it's a heaps better choice. It's a choice. heaps better choice. I think it's just as dumb. No, nah, it's a brilliant idea. I love it. Okay, so I'm going to move on to mine. Now, when I hear adventure, I hear... A few different things, right? Okay. Because there's a backstory behind this, you're trying to justify something. Yeah, I am trying to justify it. I went, instead of three cars that do the same adventure, I went with three different adventures and one car for each adventure. Oh my God, you really went into depth on that. Okay, yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Because when you say adventure to me, it means so many things to me, right? Right. I, like, if I go driving, hitting the mountains, like carving a mountain, like Macquarie Pass... Yeah. That's an adventure. Okay. Yeah. If I'm taking my kayaks out or taking my track car to the track, that's an adventure. Mountain biking. Um, I like, like, when you think about it, sports-wise, I went, like, there's a lot of sports that people do, like hiking, rafting, mountain biking, rock climbing, skiing, scuba diving. Yeah, okay. You know, like, even simple backpacking. Yeah, and they take their car. You know, people like just... That's not a sport. It's not a sport. No, no, no. It's an adventure. I'm talking about adventures. You said sport. That's not a sport. Yeah, mate. Let's let's see who can backpack backpack to Perth first. That would... Oh, that's That's actually a a really good idea. idea. That's That's a sport. I would say that's that's hilarious. (laughs) Anyways, continue. But so that's a different kind of adventure to hitting the Macquarie Pass. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And then the third type of adventure is the adventure that everyone is super, super into right now. Okay, I bet you one of your cars is not a van, right? Yeah. It's an adventure to live in your van. It's an adventure to travel around the whole country living in a van. That's, yeah. that's an adventure, and yeah. that's an automotive adventure as be- best as it gets. Yeah. So that's my third adventure. Okay. So I'm going to start with the van idea first. Um, All right. Is it a Delica? No. No? No. Okay. Because parts are hard to get. They're in Japan and whatever. You went way too mechanical on this, didn't you? Well, if I was to do it, like, I, I, I have a thinking, right? If I was to do this adventure. You have to have parts. Yeah, okay, fair. Go. I have to have, and surprisingly, it's the Germans. Like, I would buy, personally, a Volkswagen Transporter. Volkswagen parts are everywhere. Volkswagens are everywhere. Beetles have been around for yonks. Hold on. I, I, I'm not disagreeing with the car. I think the Transporter is a good car. Yeah. But you're telling me you're going to go into central Australian outback or whatever. Yeah. And you're telling me it's hard to find a Porsche water pump, right? Yeah, because Porsche is... Which is a Volkswagen water pump. No, they're different engines. The one's a boxer engine. It's engines. a Volkswagen one's water a pump. One's flat, a flat four or flat six and one's... And the transporter. One's an inline four or an inline right, six. Right, so the one in the transporter is going to be the same as, well, I don't know, let's a say... A Golf. A Kenworth diesel truck. No, it'll be a Golf. You think there's... There's, there's golfs in the middle of Australia. I uh, yeah, hundred percent. There's no golfs in the way. middle. Of, yes, there is They're golfs all be in the land middle of cruisers. And Bro, no way. There's golfs 100%. everywhere. No, there isn't. I, I haven't been to a single suburb that there isn't a golf. Hold on, hold on. Give me one sec. Are you sure? Is the water pump on a Volkswagen Transporter the same as a golf? I'm pretty sure it would be the same. Yeah, you're pretty sure. So you're not sure, sure. No, I'm not sure, sure. Okay, but if it isn't. Okay, but I mean, it's still a great car. Every major city will have a Volkswagen dealership. Not every major city has Porsche dealerships. Yeah, just go to Volkswagen, right? Yeah. It's the same thing. You just go but to Volkswagen. You can't find the part. Yeah, they'll just order it in. That's, okay, that's that, That's a dumb, <laughs> dumb... That's like saying if I have a Lamborghini, it's just a Volkswagen, eh? Yeah, they just order it in You're not going to get a Lamborghini part of Volkswagen. They'll order it in. They won't order it in. Or you go to Repco. <laughs> they go to Repco <laughs> for my heart. I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I like but that. Idea. Honestly, I, I agree. Think, I, I agree. think the I best, like the best van would be um, 
in my opinion, obviously the combi van because it's just an icon. It's Are you talking like the old? Yeah, the old yeah. combi van because yeah. everyone will have parts for that. Yeah, for sure. So many combi vans in Australia and everywhere around the world. So. That's what I, that was my first choice, but combi vans are just so hard to get right now and so expensive for what they are. They're also hard not to find full of rust. Yeah, that's true. And they, they've just gotten to that age where it's just a little bit hard to travel around the country with. Yeah, no, it, it's just too old and a bit too shit. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I went with the transporter, which is like an. I, I know think it's not the, the new. I'm, well, I'm not going to say it's a new version of the combi van because I think the new version of the combi van is called the multi van. Oh, it's is, that electric thing, isn't it? No, no, no. It's. Diesel, diesel, electric van. But it's, it's meant electric. to be the same thing as as the combi van, but the okay. new, latest, whatever. And I think they've got three seats in the front as well, don't they? Yeah, and then they have yeah, the, the, the swivel, swivel seat. chair. Yeah, yeah that's back. sick. Yeah, I like so that. So they're pretty cool. Um, that's a not, that is an expensive build, though. But a multivan would be more expensive and harder to find. But a transporter is still not cheap to buy. How much are one of them? No are? way, dude. What do you mean? An old transporter is like five grand. Oh, you're talking about like an old... Crap yeah, off. any transporter. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, that's fine. That's super affordable. You, it's like, super whatever, whatever your budget is, you can fit a transporter in that, yeah. a transporter in that budget. Yeah, easy. Yeah, easy. Yeah. yeah. And they got good motors. Um, and they, you're right, you're right. There is Volkswagen dealers at pretty much every major city. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm trying to find floors. Look at, in. That. Look at that. One floor. I've done it. I've got one floor. What's your one floor? One floor. They have leaf springs in the rear. Who cares? You're just sleeping in the back. They are so uncomfortable to drive. Not if you have a fridge. Not if you have weight in the back. What, you so have you... a you have a fridge. You have a bed. You have cabinets. You have crockery. How much would all of that weigh? You then? have stove. Oh. oh, that would be at least three or four hundred at minimum. least. At least yeah. a full, full okay. In fridge, hindsight, a full fridge would be like hundred and something kilos. In hindsight, I agree with the transporter idea. I quite like it. Hell yeah! Hell yeah, dude! Hell yeah! You don't um, get that from me very often, so <laughs> fucking take it. And that's my one European. That's why Alex probably like, likes it. That's, that's your my, one European. That was my one European car. <laughs> What's that's a Volkswagen it. Transporter. That's, that's one of my adventures. That's one of my cars. So, I mean, living in a van, yeah. traveling around a country, that's, that's as adventurous as it gets. Is it not? Okay. Well, my next one is a bit different because it's just something that I've always dreamt of. So I've always liked the sedan, like mm-hmm. a sedan platform, okay? Yeah. And I've liked the fact that you can just do everything in a sedan, generally speaking. Roof racks, drive, explore, whatever. This is, I'm going to relate to you and say, this is the adventure of just covering miles. You know, when you just need to go and you, you want to go explore and you just want to cover miles upon miles upon miles. It doesn't matter where you're going, right? Okay. Yeah. Let's yeah. say you're, you're, you're going all the way around the outside of Australia. But you care about the journey, right? So the car has to be somewhat. Yeah. What are you trying to go for? Comfort? Sportiness? No, more comfort. More comfort, but also has some sportiness feel to it. Yeah, Just okay. so when you do hit that odd driving road, you would enjoy it. Like the yeah. Great Ocean, yep. do you know what I mean? But yep. you're not going to... I'm not talking it's going to be a Lotus at least. It's like, going to be a BMW, isn't it? No. Oh, okay. Which isn't, it's an Alpina. That's a BMW. <laughs> they brand it Alpina. It's an Alpina B5. Alpina B5. Yeah. Do you know what that is? What, what BMW is that? It's an M5. CS. Yeah, okay. There we go. Yeah. However, <laughs> it's not a BMW. Underneath, it's a BMW. Yeah. But it's actually an Alpina. So it yeah. is an Alpina. However, really Alpina take the standard M5, the newest one, right? Yeah. They take out the stiff suspension. They add two more comfort modes into the actual suspension itself. Upgrade the shocks. Oh, I thought you know, Alpina wanted to go more sporty. No, nah, they upgrade the shocks and they add something like, it's roughly around 200 or 150 more Newton meters of torque. So wait, just to clarify. Yeah. Alpina is... The comfort variants of BMW? Not necessarily. Just an executive. Alpina's vision is they take a chassis and make it the best chassis that it can be. Okay. Mm-hmm. So whether that chassis is like, okay, well, is it even like, if we stiffened it, it wouldn't be Is it like a, A-Bath to Fiat? No. Because A-Bath will take a 500, right? They'll put the turbo motor in it. And but they go full sporty. They go full sporty. Yeah. Okay. Alpina's not. So Alpina looks at the chassis and they says... Like, how can we make this chassis the best it can be? Right. So they're not all sporty. Back in the day, like E36, E30, they were probably leaning towards more the sports side. Yeah. Modern day, they're probably leaning more towards like a more usable power. Because they also do engine tuning. Yeah. As far as I know. So, so Alpina goes this is, quite far. This actually. is the weird thing, right? The new Alpina, they add 
40 horsepower to the motor and about 100 newton meters of torque. Okay. But it's slower, zero to 100, than the M5 variant. Okay. okay? I kind of get it. It's Lexus to Toyota. Yeah. With the F Sport thrown, thrown in. Yeah. 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 So it's just, yeah. So it's just what, like, they'll tune the engine, make the car the best. Super nice. Yeah. Best car that you yeah. can get. Sell it for a premium. That's it. Okay. But when it comes to the engine tuning, it's not about power. It's about peak torque, how smooth the yeah, curve yeah, is. Yeah. It is all about making the engine yeah. and that chassis really usable. That's basically Lexus, um, yeah. And it's better than the Lexus. Nah, I don't think it's better way than the Lexus. Better. I don't think it's way, in terms of driving feel, way better. Imagine, right? BMW spent how much money tuning the... You know how they got the three settings on the... What do you call it? Suspension. Yeah, yeah. And Alpina take it and add two more settings on top of that. Like that's how high tech they go okay. to make that that refined. Yeah. But it, it is the perfect okay. highway. Cruiser. So an M5 Alpina. Alpina B5. Okay. Alpina comes first. Okay, it's not okay. a BMW. What's adventurous about it? What's adventurous about it? You just you just listed a really... It is silky, Really smooth. comfortable... Yeah, but if someone said to me, right... You know what? You've got two months off work or three months, whatever it is. Go drive around the loop of Australia. Well, why okay? would someone tell you to go around? No, I'm just that. That's an adventure I would like to do one day. It, okay, so you want to do that, yeah. right? And that's the car you choose. I probably would. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Gosh, yeah. Okay. How much does one of them cost? A lot. <laughs> What's a lot? Like a lot. What's a lot? A lot. Three hundred k. Circa. <laughs> But the new, just just take into account the slightly older one's a bit cheaper, the the old V eight twin turbo one, two eighty guys. No, no, it's no, it's a bargain. I've seen it for two fifty, two hundred and fifty thousand, quarter of a million dollars. Yeah, for a couch, you can't with put wheels a price on perfection. Okay, firstly, firstly, what do you want to do on this drive? Just drive. No, it's all about you. You're looking at the adventure, right? It's not the adventure. That's the point of this. It, no, no. The topic was sense of adventure. This is an adventure, okay? But you're focusing too much on it. In the Alpina, okay? Yeah. It's about doing your adventure in comfort with your back being massaged, going from point to point. So it almost feels like if you did a 10-hour day, you would get out of the car feeling relaxed, all right? But if you why? Got out, if you got out of a normal standard car... After and you know this, yeah, ten yeah. or twelve hours, yeah, your back sore, you feel like crap, you just want to go to bed. Yeah, I mean, I've done, I've, I did like a twelve-hour stint in an MX-5, right? But and Alpina's on a new level of comfort. But I think the MX-5 is more adventurous than a BMW. But it's not about the adventure of the car. But that's the whole point of this. No, it's My about topic the actual adventure and cars, what car you're taking on cars, it. Cars. Nah. Cars with a sense of adventure. That was that the topic. Is, the topic do you was know what that cars, car was made for? That you car, can't just take out cars from the topic. That car was literally made for going across Europe from country to country to country doing 110 miles an hour everywhere. But it is the perfect car. For what? For absolutely number crunching in terms of miles. It's brilliant. How is that an adventure? You think just about just to this. get to your adventure. Okay. So where where you guys want to have an adventure? This is the best I way want, to get this is, to the this adventure. Is your, this is the issue, right? Everyone thinks that they need a really good car to get from A to B, and we're having technical difficulties again. Uh, the GoPro keeps overheating, and that I don't GoPro is so why. weird. Hey, uh, apparently they're all like this now. It's so stupid. They all just overheat. But when you get your B five, okay. Yeah. You're driving it down 110, 100. Let's be fair. Most of our roads are 110, 120 km an hour of freeways, yeah? Yeah. Now, how exciting is that? It's not, is it? You sit there, no, you but, put it on cruise control. But that's no, not no, adventure. It's more adventurous if hear I me go. Out. Hear me out, right? You hit there because you have to take a highway to get to the Great Ocean Road, yes? Yes. Okay. You get to the Great Ocean Road. You change your suspension settings to full-blown sport, exhaust, exhaust completely open, engine up to stage two plus, whatever the hell setting it is, right? Yeah. Windows down, sunroof open, and you absolutely open up the guts of it. Okay? When you finish that two-hour drive on that stint, you can change it back to comfort and eco mode and absolutely just get a massage on the way to the hotel. That is how you travel in style and have an adventure in that car. That's one car I would not... Honestly, if someone said to me, hey, go for a round-the-world trip, drive 
you know, for a year straight, this that is, would be the That is the car. equivalent of it's saying so good. my private jet is my sense of adventure. Yeah, but they don't it's drive a pri- private jet. It's a jet. private jet for the roads. But you're driving it. It's brilliant. Why would you not want a private jet for the <laughs> road? Not adventurous, is it? It's brilliant. It's more, I find it more adventurous to go in like a shitty biplane, aka an MX-5, than a freaking private so jet. You're what you're telling me. Like, I get the MX-5 thing. If you're going for a couple days away. I drove, I drove awesome. a Rolls Royce yeah. from Melbourne to here yeah. as well. Yeah. I did not find it fun at all. I was very comfortable. It was amazing, but it's not, it's not adventurous, is it? That's a Rolls. It's just You're not going to go, you're not going to go hit a mountain road in a Rolls, are you? You're not going to hit a fucking mountain road in an Alpine. Of course you are. Why would you do that? It probably weighs two tons. It's got the sports mode. It's got everything in it. I don't want my back to be massaged while I'm hitting the mountain road. Do you know the thing is, everyone thinks, right, when you go on these adventures, and in general- The whole point is a raw- Driving experience. That's that how you is get the a fun. brilliant driving experience. There how is no driving happy, experience. It's a, how it's happy a, would you be? It's a recliner couch. How with happy wheels. would you be every night? It probably you're has- looking over at your mates who have got sore backs and everything. Okay, <laughs> they're all absolutely just wrecked and want to go yeah, to bed, and you feel maybe great. if I was th- that might be my sense of adventure. If I was eighty five years old and I like my back's not- crook, <laughs> <laughs> not every road. Is great, right? There are a lot of roads when you're on an adventure. There I do are a hell agree. Of a lot of I roads do agree. But you just whole, need to sit there and do nothing. The whole adventure is to seek out the roads that are good to drive on. 100. percent And when you get there, that that car will work perfectly. No, it won't. It'll be brilliant. And M5 CS would be nicer. If you said M5 no. CS, change your answer to M5 CS, nah. and I'll say yes. No. Nah. Do you know why? My problem with the M5 CS, the paint. Have you seen the paint on it? What about it? You get one stone chip on that. Like, good luck repairing that. Oh my, it is insane. That'd be the same as the Alpina. What's the difference? No, the Alpina is not matte colored and has gold wheels and all the rest. Have you seen it? It comes with all these. Special- I'm sure you can factory option your M5 to have whatever the heck painter sample you want. You know how many colors choices you get? Three. Uh, yeah, but I'm sure you can do it custom. Every brand does custom, especially luxury brands do custom paint. There is no way in hell they're not letting you... And it will still be cheaper than an Alpina. <laughs> nah. To have custom paint on your M5 CS would still this be cheaper. This is what I thought, right? But the CS is actually more expensive than the Alpina. Why would that be the case? I don't know. Don't ask me. But I, I don't get it. But the, the uh, actual full-blown CS is somewhere around four to 500000 That, that gives me red flags straight true. away. What? And the CS? The Alpina's probably shite. The Alpina's brilliant. Do you know what else they do? This is what's really interesting. They take the standard leather away from the M5, okay? Do you know what they put it put on it? What? They put calf leather, double the thickness because it's softer. So it's just a, that is it's a wafter. That is you, insane. You're choosing a cruiser. Your sense of adventure is sitting on a motorway. No, it's exploring the site, seeing things, but getting there in comfort and doing it. That's a very old man. You know, right? We've done adventures. I've took my Scirocco three hours north, right? Yeah. You know this, okay? Yeah. That car, don't get me wrong, I had fun for about 12 minutes, okay, on a nice winding road, okay? Yeah. The rest of it was an, two hours on the freeway. Yeah. And that car was rock hard. You know that how yeah, hard the yeah, car yeah. was, okay? Then you get to the dirt road where we were camping, okay? And I was told that there was about 200 meters dirt road. I said, that's fine. No problems. It was three kilometers of <laughs> dirt road with a full Volkswagen Scirocco with stiff suspension. It was terrible. Yeah. I mean, that's not the car right? I would take camping. But- if I was in an in a like an Alpina, okay, and I'm not saying an Alpina is like the best driving car in the world. I'm just saying you can enjoy the bits in between as well as. But it's not enjoying at that road. point, is it? It's just you just want to sit in like comfort. It's just like nah. chilling on a couch. That's if like you saying look at the performance that's like saying, stats on them. They are brilliant. That's like saying today I'm staying in Spain and tomorrow I'm going to Italy, but. My the like the adventurous part in the middle is staying at Shangri La. That's sick. Why wouldn't you want to stay in the Shangri La? I'm not saying you. Are you saying you want to stay in a hostel? Okay, if I'm going backpacking, I'm not going in the Shangri La. There's that backpacking but if is you were an going adventure. Backpacking, you wouldn't take staying an Alpina hotel, in the first place. You take a, hotel, a Toyota Echo. Staying in a hotel is not an adventure. If you were backpacking, you take a Toyota Echo. Yeah. 
And that's more adventurous than an Alpina. And that's a different kettle of fish completely. That cannot compare to the Alpina. I don't understand where your adventure is. What's the adventure in this car? The adventure is seeing all the sights and everything to see and do in comfort. Just being comfortable. You think about this, right? But you can, when, you can do it in any car. When you go, okay, you've been to New Zealand, you've been to Scotland, you've been to England, right? I have, yeah. Okay? You go there, you go go to your rental car, okay? And the guy always smells. Fair. The guy yeah. behind the counter always has this weird smell <laughs> of, you know, some sort of weird air freshener. I mean, it's, normally, it's right. normally like car wash mixed with fragrance, okay. like air freshener. You know what I'm saying? Mixed okay? with, you know... So you end up driving from London to Scotland, okay? Yeah. How many hours is that? It's like, I don't even know England, but 10 hours? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, it's about 10 hours, okay? Okay, let's see. Roughly, 8 to 10 hours. Okay. So you go there and you go talk to Mr. Smelly Man, okay? Yeah. And he hands over the keys to a car and he goes, yep, you're in car park, whatever. So you walk out, okay? And then you go out to a probably, I'm only guessing here, it's probably like what, a Volkswagen Lupo or Polo or something. Yeah, yeah. And it's a diesel and it comes in blue and it's got scratches everywhere. Yeah. And it smells like cat piss has been... Mast for the last um, three years in the car. Yeah. Okay. Fair? Mast, yes. Okay. You get going 10 hours. Now, throughout that adventure, you want to stop and see a castle. You want to stop to an amusement park. You want to yep. stop and see sights, okay? Yep. But you're doing it the whole way, smelling bona fide, nice smelling cat piss. Yeah, okay? yeah. And, and uncomfortable. Ready? If you ever smell that smell again, let's say you're back in Australia three years later, you smell that smell again, instantly hit with memories of that amazing trip. Of how terrible. And, and no. And you go, wow. Wasn't that a fun adventure? Like, what a shit car no we had, way. but we still made it around Scotland and England no in way. a shit car. That's a fun adventure. I'm not saying it's not a fun adventure. I'm just saying, right, it would be brilliant to do all the things. So you stop and see sights, you stop at amusements, you stop at lookouts, right? But on the drive up there, up the mountain road, you can enjoy it for 10 minutes because every mountain road only lasts 10 minutes. You, you're telling me I'm wrong. Like a mountain road. No, I do agree that minutes. the mountain road. No, no. I. Well, I mean, depends. Macquarie no, Pass is three hours. Yeah. It depends on what mountain road. Tell the dragon. I'm pretty sure it's like three hours. Yeah. Um. The but point if you're is, adventuring, you're not adventuring to find the road, right? You're adventuring to go to the next city to go see and do something. I don't think so. I think like, I, I, find, of, I find adventure in driving. I do as well. But most of my adventures are not going out to find a road. It's going out to go to a city, to go, okay. to go see and do something. Yeah, you—that's most of your trips as well. When you go down to Melbourne, yeah, you know. But going, I mean, I can take the scenic route, and it'll take fourteen hours. Yeah, yeah, which is ridiculous, right? Um, but I mean, you'd have to stay a night somewhere. But I really want to do that. Like, I want to do that. I do. Maybe this holidays. I do. So I you're thinking of the wrong the... adventure. Like, I'm not saying this is a driving adventure. I'm saying it's an adventure for you to go on holiday with Alex and go see all the sights. This is an automotive podcast where we talk about driving and cars. Yeah. And you chose a car that's not to do with driving. It's brilliant. What do you mean? It's brilliant. It's bri- you know what? This is the we whole could be here. point. We could be here for three hours. The okay? whole point let's, of let's, today's video Let's agree to disagree. Is cars with a sense of adventure. It's and brilliant. And you've chosen a car that has nothing to do with the adventure. It's a brilliant driving car, which feels like a couch and massaging seats. It's brilliant. That's like saying a Mercedes S-Class would be the same. No, see, an S-Class is choose, terrible. You could choose any car S-Class is terrible. You could choose... Mercedes a, don't care how that thing handles. They just put too much power into it. Okay, and make you the know what? Really I've got a counter car for you. You know what would be Let's better? Let's agree to disagree and say nah, the Alpine is nah, brilliant. Nah, now move on. Nah, counter car Go. for your sort of not adventurous adventure. Ready? A Lamborghini Urus. Why the hell would you take You're that? You're comfortable and you'd have more fun and it's an SUV so it's actually practical. Like it's it's what the Alpina you're trying to get out of the Alpina but better. See, this is where I disagree because the minute you come to SUV in general, I'm not saying the Urus, okay? You're 2 feet higher off the ground. Yeah. It's you can seven, off-road, you can go camping. 7 800 kilos you can, you heavier. You can do that dirt road for 3 kilometers. 7 or 800 kilos heavier. So when you do actually hit a mountain road, you can't even enjoy it at all. Oh, I absolutely disagree You're with just you. Worrying Have about you ever been in a Urus? Me? The Urus is insane. I've sat in a Urus. I've never driven one. They're insane. They they handle so well. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously it's going to understeer a little bit, but your Alpine is going to understeer way more. No way. Yes way. How fast are you going on these mountain roads? 
the speed limit, but no, normally a speed limit on a mountain road in like Tasmania is 110. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And I want to do that. And in a Urus, I can do that. No. In an Alpina, I can't. You wouldn't. You would in an Alpina. You could not. You would. You should you see how much cannot. tuning they do. You it know what? weighs gonna... just as much as the Urus. I'm no gonna, I'm way. A Urus is over. Is like close to three ton. It's like two and a half. No way. Nah. It's going to be heavier than that. It has to be. Nah. Has nah. to be. I disagree. And Alpina's like 1,700 kilos. One of the worst cars. Of comfort. For this And topic. driving experience. No, terrible car for this topic. I'll show him the video after. Why would I want to Why would I want to go I'm on I'm done with this topic. I'm bored. Next. In comfort. It's brilliant. Next. Anyway, I'm moving on. I'm moving on to my my mountain pass car. Your mountain pass car, okay. My mountain pass car. Yeah. I do actually enjoy going on adventures where I find a driving road and I, like, you know, hit the mountain road and I have fun doing it. That's my adventure, and I like doing that quite a bit. Yeah. And I'm going to say, it's a very obvious choice. Okay. I thought of... So this is a mountain road car, is it? Mountain road car. Okay, yeah. yeah. But I also went with practicality. I want to also do it with friends. It's adventurous to do it with your friends. Yeah. Um, way more boring to do it by yourself. Agreed. Um, so I wanted at least four seats. Comfortable yeah. four seats. So that... And I, and I like JDM... Japanese 90s icons. Mm. So the RX-7's out because it's not comfortable four seats. Yeah. You know? Is it an Evo? SJK, like those cars are out. It's an Evo. Um, <laughs> no. I went... I mean, an Evo is a perfect contender for this. Yeah, 100%. But I just thought it was a bit too... Perfect. Like, the go-to. Perfect contender. I do agree. But I'm not going to go with the Evo because it's not... It's a little bit higher off the ground. Yeah. And it's um, four-cylinder. So I went, I wanted something a little bit more talky on the highway. You'd have fun. A four cylinder, I would sit at two and a half thousand RPM, whereas yeah. I chose a six cylinder, which would sit at okay, you know, eighteen hundred yeah, RPM yeah. or something. Um, so the Supra's out as well. Yeah, not comfortable back seats. Yeah, but they're all coupe sort of things. You, you're talking four door or four seats? Sorry, four seats. Okay, but two door. It can be two door. Can be. Yeah. So okay, I went yeah. with a Skyline GDR. It's actually that's actually a very good pick. Any of the Skyline GDRs, R thirty two, R thirty three, R thirty four, they'll all they all have. I've owned all of them, yeah, and I can attest to the fact that I'm not a huge man, right? I'm what five ten, five nine, yeah. No, I am five nine. No, you're about five seven. I am not five seven. Five seven, five, five nine. He's okay. pushing the limits now. I'll be brutally <laughs> yeah, honest. No, shut up. You definitely were wearing some big shoes that day. <laughs> shut up. Anyway, um, yes, Mister Five Foot Seven Man. Let's see five. You. Nine. Five eight at best. Anyway. Wait, so you just went from five ten, five eleven, down no, to no, five eight. Five eleven. I think I'm okay, I'm hundred and seventy five centimeters tall. Whatever that is in feet and inches. About four know. foot eleven. <laughs> shut, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> um, but I can attest that the Skyline GDR is actually comfortable in the back. Okay. They're not uncomfortable. The Supra is somewhat uncomfortable. Oh, it's ridiculous. There's no leg room in a Supra. Yeah, right? So We've been in all these cars. We've been in Sylvia's and Skylines and all these cars. Obviously, a Sylvia's four-cylinder, yet again, the same problem. I would have chosen the Evo over that. Yeah. So I went with the GDR, and I think that's that's a perfect adventure car for your friends to sit four seats in. It's comfortable on the highway. It's a comfortable car inside. You can't hear the outside. If you leave it stock, it's, it's a very comfortable car. I mean, you can do mods to however you like it, whatever you like. Yeah. But... um. It's all-wheel drive, so even if you hit a snowy mountain, you'll have fun, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it's got the whole torque vectoring. It's got a high-cast system, and the it's just a comfortable car. It's just a good, comfortable car, it, and it hits the mountain like... close to stock form, not ridiculous, yeah, right? Yeah. Like somewhere around 300 horse, Yeah, you'd love it, because yeah. you would be at close to 100% of the throttle yeah. most of the time. Well, and we know that most people today... Love OEM Plus yeah. as their, like, go-to the for styling the car. Yeah. So an OEM Plus GDR. What color? What color? Yeah. Okay. If it was an R34, what color? R34, I would like the green. That dark. The dark green. Similar to the one in Hornsby? The one that you know I'm talking about? Yes. 
That's just my color. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Same yeah. color. I, love I would. It. I would. I would choose yeah. the green. Yeah. If it was um like an R thirty two, I'd go with gunmetal gray. Oh no! Why would you uh, go red? Red. They look so cool in red. Oh okay. Um, I I prefer the gunmetal gray t- to them because R thirty three is purple. The yeah, purple color is the purple. best. Yep. I mean, that purple. Yep. Any day of the week. Uh, is it really sad that we know all the colors that would buy those cars? In? <laughs> yeah, predetermined. <laughs> um, but you agree with my car. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, agree with I mean, car. there's nothing you can't knock it for anything. It's perfect for hitting the mountain. It's perfect for the highway. It's perfect for the having only your mates thing, in it. The only thing I would this is my only thing about skylines. Not even GTRs, right? But as a ballpark, right? Yeah. Skylines, GTSTs, GTRs, whatever they are, they're all very fun to drive. Yeah. Okay. My issue is people put way too much power in them that you oh, cannot yeah, yeah. enjoy them. Yeah, yeah. That's why that's I said my biggest pet has peeve. to be stock OEM plus. Yeah. Like 300, 320 yeah. horse, like yeah. perfect. Just a um, few bolt-ons, bolt-ons, like exhaust. Basic, just to make intake. the feeling better. Yeah. Like even a steering wheel. Yeah. And maybe a gear shifter uh, or something. You like, know what? I honestly love the stock interiors. Like their stock steering brilliant. wheel is pretty nice. But I'm saying like that you just change the feel to make it the best that you want. Yeah. To. Yeah. yeah. Like just personalize it a bit. Yeah. And other than that, I think that's a perfect car for any sort of adventure. It's a car that you get in and... I think you feel like I felt that the road is a limiting factor here. Yeah. It's it's the the public roads laws are a limiting factor. I want to take this on an adventure. I want to hit the mountain road with it. I want to see what it's capable of because it's always it's always feeling like you're handicapping the car. Yeah. So it's the car has a sense of adventure and you're just a tool to make it happen. To yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because I thought about this, right? So I cannot deny that in any way. That is yep. that is a brilliant car. Yeah. Okay. I'll be honest. My last choice, I really like, my last choice was something that I would say I would go out tomorrow because I have the cash and I would buy and do. Okay. Yep. This is my last one. Okay. And I sort of got thrown two ways, whether I would do it in this car or another car. So I've sort of got two, but one I don't think you'll argue with at all. The other one thing I think you'll hate. Okay. okay. Yeah. So the first one that you know I would do, every, you already know this. And yeah. It's, it's a Focus RS. Yeah. The newest yeah. Focus RS with a roof cage. You've seen the one with yep. the roof cage and yep. the awning on the side. Yep. Denying. It, it is brilliant. Yeah, it is brilliant. It is such a good car. I, I make fun of Alex all the time with this car especially and other cars that you choose. Yep. But I would say secretly, out of all the cars that you've ever chosen, or like your best contender for your next car, is a Focus RS. I think the Focus RS is the best choice. It's such a good car. I think it's the best choice out of every car because there's it's only one drive. It's practical. Yeah, it's new-ish. Like it's new enough that it's gonna be comfortable for everyday driving today. Yep. Insurance is gonna do it. No problem. Every panel beat is gonna be like, yep, this is cool. No problem. So there is one here in near where we live. Oh, the blue one? It's a blue one, okay. It's got a black wrapped roof. Yep. Okay, it's got roof racks on it with a roof cage. On the side, it's got a black plumbing pipe, okay? Right. Because you know the black one they use for showers because it heats the water up when you're driving? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's got a shower head on the other end, okay? An awning on the other side, and he puts his swag and petrol cans on the top. That's And I don't know if it's lifted, but he's got cool. mud flaps on it. That's okay, cool. tinted windows. So that's and it bright. That's blue. him just... taking a boring car and then putting adventure into it. Yep. I feel like now that car is a sense of adventure because what he's done to it. And it can go anywhere. Snow, dirt. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah, I mean the all drive system is amazing. They come in manual, they make good noises. The factory exhaust, I think, is sounds great. Is like more than capable of you having lots of smiles while you're driving. Yep. Um so yeah, no, I think the focus iris is Okay, this one you might have choice. an issue with. Okay. Yeah. A manual, okay, Mitsubishi oh, no. hyper-gear RVR. Oh, my God. I don't know why you like this piece of shit. Okay, now, just hear me out here. We talked about the Transporter. Great car. Okay? Great car. Now, it's got an essence of Transporter because of the van-like shape, okay? Now, I'm not saying here that this car is to please the masses because it isn't. Not everybody likes the RVR. Okay. Yeah. However, I just want you to think about this. We're going to the snow or we're going on an adventure or whatever it is. And we need to just do a quick layover and people just want to go camping. Okay. Yeah. 
roll down your back seats. It all converts to a bed. You stay in the back and you go on your merry way. Yeah. With that, you how bad are roads in Australia? They're terrible. They're terrible. Okay. An RVR is that slightly bit higher off the ra- off the ground, <laughs> and it's got an Evo motor in it. Yes. And it's got Recaro seats. And you can put all Evo running gear, all the brakes, everything all bolts. Is it all drive? Yep. Yep. Okay. Everything bolts onto it. Yep. I think it's an Evo 6 or 7 running gear, something like that. But it's I a think f- it's older, but yeah. It's a 4G63 mm-hmm. under it. Yeah. Turbo. You can make them however much power you want, as you would know with your Evo. Yeah. It makes sense. <laughs> it's a brilliant... Look, it's not for everyone. I'll be brutally honest. But yeah. But I do really like it. For the price that you can pick one up for about six grand. Six to eight grand. Well, okay. It's such a good... When you say anyone can, there's like five up for sale in Australia. Import them. Eight grand landed. <laughs> Seriously, the eight grand, eight to ten grand landed. Like yeah. They're a really good Nick one. But then but then you're buying a car for two grand and then spending five grand importing it. No, they're about four. Is that worth it? If, paying if, paying if double one, the price of the product in shipping... Is that worth it? If you're buying one here, okay, the yeah. six to seven in very average condition, because they're hard to find a very good nick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Six to seven. If you were to spend eight to nine to get a very clean one, that's worth it. Yeah. I'm going to fight this till the day I die. It's I such think, a good car. I think the Avia is a great car, but it's it's a shit car for our roads. Like, it's if I was brilliant. if I was in Japan, yes. You know? Easy car. Why like, does it not make sense here? Because... They weren't sold here. There's no parts for them. Majority of the mechanics haven't even heard of what an RVR is. It's a 4G6. It's an Evo. More people it's literally an Evo. won't know what it is than people who do. And it's it's just a, like a small little hatchback that's old. Uh-uh. It's a people mover. It's, it's not. How many seats is it? Four. <laughs> is that a people Actually, mover? Actually, five. Five. And the seats... Uh, you know that they they rec- not recline. What's the word I'm looking for? They slide back and forth. You can have literally more legroom than a Maybach in the back of it. It's a force. It's not a people mover. It moves three people other than the driver. It's not a people mover. It's brilliant. <laughs> no, it's five. It's five. It's five. And you got to fold down the back seats to put anything in the boot because the boot is tiny. No, no. Look at this. I'm going to show you the photo. You don't have to. You're, you're overthinking it. RVR. What's it called? The hypergear. The hypergear is the best one. Yeah. I don't think it's called Hypergear. I think it's Hyper something. It's Hypergear. Hyper Sport. Hypergear is a company that makes turbos in Melbourne. But, okay. I'm oh, hold on. Fill in Maybe it's space. Hyper Sports Gear R. There you go. I'm filling in this space while he's looking up a photo because he's a very organized podcaster, as we can clearly see. And um, I would like to say that that is not, not a great choice. Um, in that way, I would rather choose an Evo. Why okay, not choose so an Evo? There's your bed setting. Yeah, okay. Okay, fair. This is not fair. This is the seats that it comes with. It's it. Do yeah. you like the seats? Yeah, I do like okay. the seats, but they're like right. I, I also like Evo seats. Now, here's the two options. You can also have like that if you want to put your legs up. He means lay it down. You can okay. lay the seats down. They lo- no, they, no, the back's still up. So you just have your leg like I don't know what you call that. They fold down. I don't know what you call that. That sort a of footrest. They become a footrest. Yeah. Foot anyway, rest, okay. It is. Okay, Alex. I will argue this. Ready? Why not an Evo? Why not? Yeah, why would you choose an RVR over an Evo? Because I would still like an Evo. I'm not saying that, okay? <laughs> but an Evo is 40-odd grand-ish yeah. for a half-decent one. And me personally, this is, this, is my, this is my personal opinion, right? I would rather have a focus in that price range. That's just me. You would probably have an Evo. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I understand. I also think a focus is a great, great choice. So what are you saying about the boot small? Is that with the seats folded down? No, that's the seats move forward. Okay, okay. So it has a boot. It it's has a boot. huge. Okay, it's you're telling me it has a boot. That's like double the size of any standard car. It's yeah, massive. okay, it's a big boot, but like, it's, no, it's the same big boot as like a golf. That is not a golf size. That's like a Tiguan. <laughs> you had a Sirocco. Look at how deep it is. Okay, all right, all right, fine. Tiguan. Let's say Tiguan. It's no, big. that's more like a Touareg actually. I'll take Touareg. <laughs> it's a big boot, but. I don't know who who in their right mind would choose an RVR over... Okay, you know what? Caldina. Toyota Caldina. Why? Why would you not choose a Toyota Caldina over that? Because it's two-wheel drive and low to the no, ground. No, it's not. It's all-wheel drive. And it's, it's so low to the ground. It's the, it's the Toyota You want a sardine. Evo. 
No. We discussed this. Caldina sounds like a sardine. It does not sound... It does. You <laughs> even admitted it. Dumbest in the last, argument. Go back. Everybody dumbest, listening, go back. It literally sounds like a fish argument. you buy out of a 90-cent can. Dumbest argument I've ever heard. The car is a great car. All-wheel drive, four-cylinder, turbocharged, beams engine. It's more than capable. It's Toyota. It's With a reliable. sprinkle of a fishy smell. And it's it a literally huge, is a sardine. It's a wagon. It's a Corolla wagon. And you know when they say 10 ugliest fish or whatever? That would make it to the number one on that list. <laughs> oh, my God. You've seen the front of it, and the back of it looks like the freaking rear end no, I don't, of I, some seafood thing. And you think the RVR is a good-looking car? You know what? It's <laughs> bulky. RVR, it's brilliant. The RVR is one of the ugliest cars no, it's so I've cool. ever seen in my it's life. It's so weird. It's cool. It's not. It's so it's weird. It's so cool. bad. The problem with a Caldina, okay, is my problem is you start with a Corolla, pretty much is what it is underneath, okay? Yeah. And then they, it's like starting with, okay, I'll, I've got a better way. Imagine a tuna, okay? Generally speaking, most people like tuna if they like seafood, okay? Yeah, I like tuna, yeah. Okay, and then you take tentacles from, a, from an octopus and stick them on your tuna, okay? Then you take the ugliest face from like a shark and stick it on your tuna, right? <laughs> That's what a Caldina is. It's like a mishmash of mishmash, mish, yeah, mishmash of just ugly bits and pieces they put on, and that's ended up with a ninety cent sardine can. I think the RVR is way uglier than the Caldina. Nah, disagree. Way uglier than it's the Caldina. It's so weird. It's cool. It's not. It is. It's so weird. It's cool. That's, okay, you that's know what? what makes you know it what? Awesome. Maybe we got to do a poll. Maybe we we put up a poll. Okay. Mitsubishi RVR versus a Toyota Caldina. The problem what is, would you pick? The problem is, if everybody has. The mindset of saying, I just want a fun, small, fast car, right? Yeah. The Caldina Sardine is going to win, right? Because it's a better car. If you're talking about practicality for adventure, practicality for adventure. A Caldina would win. An RVR would win. No way. It's It's a wagon. It's bigger. Not that much bigger. It's huge. It's a Corolla chassis. It's lifted. It's a Mitsubishi RVR is lifted. Right with a four-wheel drive system with an Evo underpinnings on it. I was talking about the Caldina. You're talking about that. <laughs> Nobody wants a 90-cent sardine can. Some people do. Who? Some people do. Oh, my God. Our dog is just tripping on all the wires. Um, okay. Anyway, that's your last car. Anyways, yeah, that's my last car. But I think we're all in agreement here. A GTR, a Focus RS is... Probably brilliant choices. I mean, a GTR's probably got to a point where it's just got way too expensive now, I would think. Um, whereas I think the RVR is still sort of the one that you can go for. And it is affordable. Don't you think? Right, I had to let my dog out. But I'm going to come back to this. All right. And I'm going to say the Focus RS, great contender. Fair. I agree. GTR, great choice. Great. Awesome. Let's leave it at that. Transporter, great choice. Yeah, RVR, great choice. Great choice. Um, wait, did I even tell you my third car? Did I even ever say my third car? No. Did you okay. get to it? All right, let, let me get to my third car. My third one is now going back to the sports of hiking, mountain biking, scuba diving, skiing, whatever. Whatever you're into. Hold on. So this is more like just getting everything like on the on the roof rack or whatever. Is that what yeah, this is, this is a what car matches those sports and takes you to those sports and works alongside you. I have a question. Do you do any of those sports? Do I do any of those yeah. sports? Um, I go snowboarding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I have a BMX bike now that I also want to take places. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah. And I have kayaks. And your kayak. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. Three, that's three of the sports. That's, that's fine. three that's of the acceptable. sports. Okay. okay. So I'm going to choose a car that does all three of them. Now. If I was Mr. Moneybags, is it a Pajero Rally? Richie Rich and did everything rich people do, I would choose an Audi RS6. It's actually genius. It's actually fucking genius. It's a sports wagon. I, I, I it makes tons of power. What, like 500 kilowatts or some shit? Yep. It's all wheel drive, big wheels, 22 inch wheels. So it'll be a little bit more on the uncomfortable side, but it's got air suspension. Yep. So, and it's got comfort modes. It's got the comfort, you know. Driving more dynamic, whatever. Um, it's amazing. I have one question because I've never driven an RS. It's a sports wagon. It's great. I've never driven one. Okay. Yeah, okay. I do really like them. I've driven. Right. They look plenty so of them. sick. Yeah, I've driven plenty of them. How engaging are they actually to drive though? Not that engaging. Right. Okay. Yeah. I. I mean, honestly. So that that's 
well, that's why I said, if I was Mr. Richie Rich, I would buy RS6. Okay. But that's not my choice. Yeah. I'm not Mr. Richie Rich. I'm Mr. Siraj. You're Mr. Siraj. <laughs> and I've got, my choice is a Stagia. RS4S. It's just a GDR wagon. Sporty. Wagon. Amazing. All-wheel drive. Still got the high-cast system. It's basically a GDR, but station Actually, wagon. Do you know what? I was thinking about it just then, and I was thinking negative things, but now I come to think of it, double sunroofs, four-wheel double. drive, yeah. super comfy, huge yeah. boot, yeah, semi-reliable. You can have good three engines. roof racks on it. Yeah. Actually, like you can have three roof rack bars on it. It's, it's really a good cool. Shout. I wouldn't personally buy one, but I think it's a good shout. Yeah, I think so. I think it's a great shout. Um, if Charlie's listening, he's probably freaking out. Hey, I know. Oh my God, it's I cool. know what you would choose. What? I've got one for you too. Tell me. The Lavorg STI. No, I wouldn't. Why not? They don't come in manual. They don't. They don't. On top of that, the STI is not a choice. But you STI. don't. You don't like manual. I do. I'm. I'm. Dude, I can't. I can't not have a manual. <laughs> okay, that's my issue. All right. All right. You I remember, I you're used normally, to say You're normally an advocate for, yeah, but automatic's just more comfortable and better. You know, do you know what? I, my mindset a little bit has changed over the last couple of months. I was originally thinking because of work and everything else that was going on that I wanted an auto, okay? Yeah. Then I started test, obviously when I was looking for new cars, right? I was test driving new stuff. Yeah. Then I thought to myself, I had this mindset of going, you know what? I want the best that this car can be. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you go drive a new car and it's like DCT's always going to be generally better and faster and all the rest of it. Yeah. But then as I had that mentality and then I drove a Golf and then I drove a Hyundai i30N and then I drove the next one and the next one and the next one, they're all dual clutch or whatever. I wouldn't compare them. No, but I'm just saying to to, to get the best out of that car, 99% of them were GCT. I think the Hyundai DCT is way nicer to drive than the Volkswagen I'm not saying DSG. I'm not saying that this. I hate DSG. Yeah. But I'm not saying they're all the same. I'm just saying it gets to a point where you go, what, like there is some better than the others. But yeah. It gets to a point where you just go, far out. I want my clutch back. Yes. No, I agree. I agree. I'm always like that. Um, but you've always been the opposite. You've always been, no, automatic. Just take the stress out of driving. Why? I used to be because of work and how much I was driving. Yeah. Um, and I think in the last, of people who don't know, my car. Had a bit of an episode. Um, a good old water pump has just gone um, and has been repaired. Um, and for the period that it was being repaired, I was in an automatic. And as nice as it was, when I did get back in my BMW, I was like, wow, like yeah. this is like a new car again to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I didn't realize how much I missed it till I really missed it. Okay. Okay. So that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad you realized that the, I was right. The one thing I will say though, if it was an old pile of crap manual, like I'm talking like... Not no even, way. Would old. you rather drive an E30 automatic or manual? No, no. Manual for that sake. I, I'm just saying like as a daily car. Right, yeah. I'm past the point of having like a really shitty. I don't know. Box. Even an old car. Like I would, I, I would take a manual MX-5 over an automatic MX-5. Oh yeah. No, I'm more comparing a newer automatic to an older manual. Okay. Well, give me two examples. Okay. An E30 manual, right? Is a great car. The gear shift is pretty sloppy, I'll be honest. It's sort of like, you can get it in gear, but it's pretty loosey-goosey in terms of the gearbox. It's almost like saying for 10 grand, you can buy an E30 manual, yeah? Yeah. Or would you go out and buy an IS200 or 250, whatever they're called? An automatic. An automatic. As a daily car. I'm not saying here as an enthusiast. I'm not saying as anything. To get you to work and back, I would be buying an IS250. They're so comfortable. But you'd, you'd, nah, I don't know. Like, you just wouldn't. You would, you would miss the manual too much. It'd be such a boring drive to and back from work. I think old automatics don't have character. I think the new DCTs have character. At least they're manual box with character. You got the flappy pedals, you got yeah. sequential. I think that's more character. So, like, uh, if, you go, is, if you but... got a brand new DCT compared to a really old manual, then yes, I would pick the DCT yeah. as an everyday driver. But, like, an IS200 automatic is so... No, a 250, like the one you, you had. Yeah, but still so boring. Oh, it's boring. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just talking as a daily car. To, like, you know the work that I do, right? Uh, Stop like and a, start getting in and out. A like, DCT brilliant. I would pick. And like, a newer DCT I would pick. Like, an I30N I would pick over... Over yeah. manual old. 
car. Yeah, but that's comparing sixty grand to ten. I'm talking if you're talking ten or fifteen. Like well, a nice I mean, sixty is, for sixty. What can you get? Like an old Boxster, probably, or something like that. You can get an old Cayman for sixty. Yeah, I know. I, Manual, I think the, the more, every argument that I had in my head, I thought about it, and I was like, oh. No, nah, I would still pick the older most of the time because then you're getting more. Like an I30N is front-wheel drive. Yeah. that's For 60 grand, I can get I can get an Evo 9. Yeah, he's better. Which is nicer. It's all-wheel drive yeah. and it's a nicer car. Yeah, no, I agree. For, uh, yeah, for the same money, I would choose the older manual. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. So I was right. Yeah, you were right. For me, it's not. Only because of my line of work. And you don't only have one car. I don't yeah, have yeah. multiple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm always right. So, I mean, it, it just takes you time to figure You're it out. You're always right. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm just glad that you've come on board after how many years of saying automatic is better. 100%. You know what? <laughs> you know what? Let's all bow down and say the RVR is the best car oh, you can buy. Absolutely traveling not. across Australia. <laughs> what a shit box. But you know what? <laughs> you know what? In all honesty, I, I'm on the manual train now. And That's good. I'm glad. I, I've always have I been. Think but I think I was just trying to make my life a little bit easier, but I can't go all the way yet. I think our I'm listeners will also agree and say that the Focus RS is probably the best shout for a modern, good-budgeted adventure car. And it's great for everyday driving. It's just amazing because you inject the adventure into it. Yeah. Because of how you explained to me with awnings and roof boxes and you can put this and that on the it's car. It's so cool. You can mod it and not touch the engine and not touch anything that... No, and just go enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, you can just enjoy it as it is. And can I just say, that already is... I would is, say that... That already is an exciting car. Yeah. It, it has a drift mode. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the first it cars. It goes in hand in hand with any car that has a rally racing heritage. Yeah, actually. No, you're right. Anything that has rally racing, like the WRX STI. Hold on. No, no. I've got one that doesn't Evo work. Evo 9. I've got one that doesn't work. What? Lancia. Well, like a new Lancia. Yeah, no, you can't compare that. But that's because in Australia, we don't... No, but the new Lancias. Well, we don't by... have no, but they're made by because Chinese. we don't get the new Lancias. They're made by Chinese, so that's the only one that doesn't work. <laughs> oh, my God. That's just... why. How did it get to racism? How did... It didn't. <laughs> that's not racism. I'm just saying the Chinese businessmen of who they are yeah. bought Lancia as a whole. Okay. So now they make What's rebadged MGs, right? They are technically MGs underneath. Rebadged MGs that say Lancia on the front. So okay. you can't say the new Lancia is the same as the old Delta Integrales. And yeah, I mean, I'm not comparing the new Audi RS4 to the old Quattro yeah, no, 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 no. That doesn't... S1 either. Yeah. I don't know where this argument came from and why it went to a specific country. Well, you're talking about country. brands. Ra- they rally heritage. I also wouldn't... It doesn't mean anything that they're from a certain country. Which country? It doesn't matter. Well, the Audi's from Germany, but I still wouldn't drive a new Audi as an off-roader just because they have a rally heritage. Yeah, yeah. That was a stupid... Anyway, moving, moving on. on. Alex and You his- complicate things. You're stupid. No, you don't get it. You don't get it. That, I do get it. You don't. You're just... <laughs> you don't get it. <laughs> but you're right, right? Evos? WRXs? Um... Focus. Focus. RVR. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't think the RVR has a rally <laughs> heritage. Skylines, they used to rally. Yes. Well, I mean... Well, not much, but they did. I, I wouldn't also wouldn't count like Group B and stuff like that no. because that was more like Tarmac rally. But they're all... You know, all that stuff, brilliant. Oh, yeah. You know what? I would have said, to be honest, I would have said a Yaris GR, but they're just too small to go adventuring. On the Corolla GR. The Corolla might change things, but it's not technically fully out yet. Yeah, we haven't we haven't so tested it. That doesn't it. count. Uh, not that we're going to get to drive many anyway. I will. Will you? I will. Okay. All but right, Alex gets to drive. Rumor it, has so we'll have a look. Rumor has first quarter next year. Yeah, the demo's coming in. Okay, that's pretty. So good. we that's will have a we will have a drive. That's pretty in quick. It. Um, However, oh, in other news, I have told you about my email that I've had from Toyota Australia. Yes. That my Corolla GR may take up to a two-year wait <laughs> yeah. um, to get one. So yeah. Toyota, we'll be really, waiting patiently. You really dropped the ball on that one. Yeah, like why release a car at all if you can't meet like demand? Well, this is the thing: they're taking a leaf out of the Italian book. Okay, you know Italians. Every time you go to an Italian, you know this, right? Hey, how many did you make? How much horsepower does it have? 
they're always wrong. It always has more power or less power. Everything is just blasé. You know what I mean? Right. You know how many stories there are? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But that's not just Italian. Germans do it too. Audi does it too. Audi says... If Audi says they make 480 kilowatts, you they put it on the they, diner, they yeah, make they like they 565. Make they always make more, right? Yeah. But they're a bit blasé, those sort of companies, right? The interesting thing is that when Toyota came out and said how many they're going to make, just enough below the demand level. Oh, okay. Oh, so we can keep it a little bit exclusive. So th- nobody has yeah. any idea. I mean, the Yaris was super exclusive. That was super exclusive. Like, it sold out instantly, yeah. and you could not get another and one. How much are they now? Like, 60k for a half decent one 50 60 yeah, yeah when they sold for 39 brand new I know. um yeah they immediately went way above list price and i've got a few friends that have them i've like three of my mates that have gi yaris's and one of which i'll be installing a blow valve to in the next coming weeks uh so yeah i'll let you know what it drives like can i just say though while i am looking at this because i was looking at them the other night prices are coming down Yes. Across the board. I think all cars. Everything. Yeah, all cars are. Um, Um, Finally to an an actual achievable level almost. Like, they are at a level now where I would say I'd pay that Depends on what it is. Like, old Japanese cars all have gone down to almost what they used to be before COVID. uh, Yeah, they're still a bit higher, but they're not always at all the back. Some of them are, but I think they're not selling. I think you can actually get them for pre-COVID prices, Mm. except for Sylvia's. They're still 40, 50 grand. Yeah, I don't know who's spending 50, 60 grand on an S15. And why? Why are you doing this to yourself? It's a lot of money for that. S14s are still 35, 40. Yeah, so I don't know. Sylvia's are the only cars that haven't gone down in price, whereas everything else has. So, yeah. But I think that, that almost covers all our, that does cover all our sense of adventure cars. Um, even though you brought a car that doesn't have any adventure in it whatsoever. It's brilliant. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good, you can say it's a good car, but it doesn't mean it has adventure in it. It does. It's just, anyways, move on. We're going to be here for hours. Okay. Um, thank you all for listening. Um, please follow us on our socials, which are the automotive society underscore on Instagram. Um, we do have an email as well, which is the automotive society at outlook.com. And, um, you know, Send us any questions, photos of your cars, any of that. Um, we'd be happy to put it in the show. We still want to do a few more live streams. We are having the technical difficulties with our camera. So I think it's time for us to look into other options and maybe see if we can get another camera that might work better. Yeah. Um, I would like to not go down in quality. So we'll just have to see, work with our budget and see what we can get. Um, but yeah. Thank you all for listening and we'll talk to you next time. Peace out.